Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanted to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. Hey, Blackjack, how's it going? I'm um, doing pretty good. H- how about yourself? I am doing fantastic. You notice I've never asked you that question on this show. So it's glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that you're fantastic right now. Right? I mean, I am just absolutely fantastic. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so, um, this is episode 16. I had to do a little countdown in my head to make sure I was right. I think it's four. No. <laughs> so, this is episode 16. Well, I meant four more until the season finale. Right, yeah. So, four more after this one until uh, that would be the season finale. So we are getting closer. The countdown has begun. And if I can actually read a calendar correctly, um, I estimate that that episode will be on January the 10th of 2022. Could you believe it's almost 2022? You know, I, it, it feels weird. You know, it's, it's already about that time uh, of... The, of the new year, this is the last month of 2021. Last year was rough. I mean, I'm ready for it. Yeah, so and, and Brave the Basement has been going for over a year now. This started in uh, 2020. And so we did it at the end of 2020, all of 2021, and it's going to go into 2022. It's kind of crazy that we're even this far along. It seems like just yesterday that we started it. But... Um, we got to get through today's episode before we can get to the next episode and then finally to that season finale. So today we're going to be talking about ghosts at work. Like working ghosts? No, not working ghosts. That'd be nice if they'd work. Do, do a little cleaning in the house. I mean. Yeah, do, they, they need to, you know, they need, they need to carry their own weight a little bit. Don't they, Blackjack? They're not even paying rent either. I mean, come on. Yeah, just staying rent-free, just doing whatever they want. I would not mind if a ghost would haunt me every day as long as they, like, cleaned up my room or, like, my whole house. You know what I mean? Just, like, they can scare you. Like, like you give them, like, how many scares per day, and then you just have them work for you. Like, here, go clean the toilets, would you, ghost? Yeah, and then, boo! But, no, we're not talking about that kind of working ghosts. We're talking about ghosts at people's jobs. Oh. Yeah, so, you know. Are they working? Hopefully they're working um, when when they see the ghosts. That's what they all claim that they're doing, right? So, uh, real quick, you know, usually if I have a personal experience, uh, I'll start off with that. I don't necessarily have a personal experience, but I will tell you a rumor that we had. I used to work in this grocery warehouse, and uh, I I worked in the freezer for a long time. And when I say freezer, I'm not talking a walk-in freezer. I'm talking a big, gigantic storage freezer, storage freezer with 26 full aisles full of product. Uh, we had anywhere from any given time from $5 million to $10 million worth of inventory 
of frozen foods. This was a absolutely humongous freezer. Well, anyway, when I first started working there, um, we had a big shift in the freezer that would work on a Saturday. And you had to do all the orders for the whole weekend. Um, and then Sunday, they would only bring in one or two guys. And they would only pick uh, just a little bit of frozen meat. And so it wasn't a very big crew. And that's when these rumors started coming because these guys were in there basically by themselves in this big giant warehouse. And uh, like I said, I never seen anything. But they would just say that they would be looking at their order and then they would see someone walk by out of the corner of their eye and they're like, there's no one in here. It's just me. Uh, one guy, we always had a, every guy had his own box and your box would have um, things that you needed uh, for work, um, you know, like a marker where we could fill out tags and all this other stuff. And he said, I, I finished an order and I, I reached in, I was getting ready to reach into my box to grab a, a marker and he goes, there was a rat right inside the box. And he's like, I, I shook my head and I, I, I looked back again and there was no rat. So we called him the freezer ghost. Don't know if it was really a ghost or if it was just, you know, 10 below zero inside the regular freezer. And you just started seeing stuff because you were by yourself. What do you think, Blackjack? You think we we're just seeing stuff? Uh, I definitely would not want to work there. I don't like the cold that much, but, um. Maybe you're just seeing stuff. I mean, come on. You're in a big frozen area, a creepy place, all by yourself. Come on. Have you ever seen it snow in July indoors? No. It is weird. Is that what it's like? It's uh, Well, it, it was so cold in there. They had these. See, the whole system was cooled by ammonia, and we had these big, giant blower fans. And they would collect condensation and then they would freeze and turn into snow. And sometimes the fan was fans would blow and it would just blow snow on you. It was snowing and it's middle of summer inside of a building. It's really weird. It's kind of a just you'd have to be there to understand it. But it's just weird being in snow in July, especially indoors. But I'm not the only one that, that had some things happen at work. Well, I just said that. I had heard these things, so it wasn't necessarily me. Uh, so I'm going to share with you a couple stories that I found on payscale.com. Uh, the first story is called, The Restaurant Business is Hard Enough Without Ghosts. It only takes one incident for a place of business to get a reputation and for the people who work there to feel spooked. This is especially true if the issue is significant enough and if it's witnessed by various people, says Tom, a former New England restaurant owner, in an interview with Payscale. A few years ago, he renovated a historic New England restaurant, which had been a family home for more than 200 years. Once the incident happened, there was constant worry about being alone, especially in the basement or the attic, getting equipment for a Sunday brunch or whatever, he says. A sudden change in temperature or a sound was enough to make people jump and start and run quickly to be with other people. The restaurant business is tough enough without the added challenge of scared employees telling the customers and each other spooky stories. And any suspected ghostly activity is more than enough to encourage just that. Here's what happened, Tom says. 
When a restaurant was reopened after having been shut, shut down for several years, several employees said that they witnessed a coffee pot hover and sort of dance in the air a few feet away from the actual coffee maker. It had apparently come out of there, and it was just kind of hanging there as if it was suspended. When they walked in and saw it and gasped, it quickly dropped and shattered on the ground. A floating coffee pot. Yeah. So imagine having to deal with that at work on top of dealing with customers, especially in a restaurant. Dealing with the public always sucks. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on. Ghosts are making messes. Come on, clean it up. Come on. So the second story we're going to go ahead and share with you is called What Kind of Spirits Are We Talking About? The Australian College of Wine in Victoria, Australia has been dubbed one of the most haunted workplaces in the world. How many times have we heard that over these three seasons, Blackjack? Uh, Almost every single episode. This is the most haunted thing ever. This is the most scariest game that we've played so far. The school was built around the site of what was once Australia's largest mental hospital. (laughs) That's a great place to put a school. The Ardell Lunatic Asylum was built in 1864 on a 100-acre campus. The hospital closed their 60-building facility in 1998. It was reopened three years later as their Australian College of Wine. Even though the site has been repurposed, many still believe the place is haunted. Folks lead haunted tours on campus all the time, telling spooky stories to tourists One spot of particular interest is the old morgue. Reportedly, more than 13,000 patients died at the hospital during the facility's 130-year history. Of course there was a morgue. I I mean, come on. So that's why this story was called, What Kind of Spirits, it's in quotations marks, are we talking about? Because you got spirits such as wine, and then you have spirits such as the ghostly kind. So the next story is called, It's Not Always Quiet in This Library. So before I even start reading this one, Blackjack, every time I think of ghosts in the library, and we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, I think Ghostbusters. Yeah, when they uh When they meet in. Slimer. Yeah. When they meet Slimer for the first time was in the big library in New York City. I work in a library on a college campus that was built before the American Civil War. So it's very, very old. I close on Friday nights and open Saturday mornings, and it's quite active during those periods. I've seen people in the book stacks that disappear. I've heard clothes rustling when there's no one around. And on Saturday mornings, especially when I'm opening up, I'll hear a very loud rustle, like someone is quickly flipping through book pages. I'm the only one in the library, and the times I've gone to check out the noise It completely stops until I walk away, but it happens a lot. The employees also have a lounge in the back of the building that you need to take the elevator to get to and use the reverse doors to get to. There's a long hallway that's quite dark, and I've heard men talking there when I'm completely alone. I've heard people walk up behind me when there's no one there, and recently I heard footsteps come up behind me and a man whisper in my ear, Hey, I actually thought it was one of my coworkers who I got along with really well 
and I turned around fully expecting him to be there until I remembered that it was Saturday and the only other person in the library at that time was another co-worker who was at least a floor above me. Yeah, um, which just, I mean, that's kind of creepy. I mean, just like, hey, how's it going? Hey, do you guys got this book in? Hey, guys. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this one's called An Abandoned Hospital. Here we go with another abandoned hospital, Blackjack. What's up with the abandoned schools, abandoned hospitals? Let me guess, was it a mental asylum before the hospital actually started? I guess we're going to find out. Uh, my cousin's friend, who we can call Rob, worked as a security guard for a local hospital. This wasn't an office job where you sit at a desk all day. He got to walk around and just check to see if everything was okay. Eventually, the hospital shut down, but Rob still had his job there. He got to patrol the empty corridors and look in the rooms of this abandoned hospital. Pretty awesome job. On several occasions, he experienced paranormal activity. He could hear sneezing in the stairwell. He could hear, he could hear coughing, footsteps, doors closing, and more. Not much visual stuff, but he was only there for a couple of weeks before he got a job at a different hospital. Rob told me one of the scariest things that happened to him was he heard a loud disembodied female moan from one of the hallways. I asked him about his scariest experience there. He told me one night he was with another security guard on the top floor of the hospital. When they heard loud noises on the bottom floor like someone was pounding both fists against the wall. They rushed down to the first floor, but the banging stopped there and continued again on the top floor. They hurried up to the top floor, but it stopped there and resumed on the bottom floor. This went on for 20 minutes till it was dead silent again in the hospital. Oh, okay. Um, just I, at this point, the ghost is just playing cat and mouse. Just up and down and up, up and, and down. down. I would have got... He's, he's... Well... If if you think back, Blackjack, to our last ghost hunt, we were climbing hills. and Yeah, we were. Because I thought I seen somebody. And then it turned out the real spooky thing didn't even happen. Until after the trip. In, until after the trip. So, yeah, I, I, I talk tough now, but I, I'd have been going up and down there all night long trying to catch up to this ghost. Okay, so here's one that we've talked about. Well, not this particular one, I'm, but... Uh, this is called the haunted hotel. So we, we've talked about some haunted hotels. The third floor. That's the one floor at work I can't stand. Not because I'm scared, but because I'm annoyed. There's an entity on that floor that likes to harass me every time I come through. And I do mean every time. The entire floor is one ridiculously long hallway with a large window at each end. The windows are covered with a couple layers or curtains which can be opened or closed. Anyway, the most common thing to be seen on that floor is someone standing behind the curtains at the end. But when you look back, they're gone. But it's different. I'm sorry. But it's different with me. I have actually seen her. She wears a white nightgown and likes to sit in a chair and impatiently watch while the housekeepers clean the rooms. As if a shadowy figure posed behind a curtain isn't scary enough, 
This particular shadow figure seems to be something of a micromanager. The story continues. She slams drawers as I walk by or slams into the ice machines. I've seen her reflection in the windows running on all fours in my direction. She sets off the fire alarm if she thinks I'm being lazy or just lets out a shrill scream. So I want to kind of read this again, see if I, I read this correctly. It says, I've seen her reflection in the windows running on all fours in my direction. Do they mean like running like a dog on all fours coming or, at you? Uh, I'm thinking like, I I know you guys can't see. I'm just like moving my hands. Look like, I, I don't know. Okay, let's read this paragraph one more time. She slams drawers as I walk by or slams into the ice machines. Got it. I've seen her reflection in the windows running on all fours in my direction. She sets off the fire alarms if she thinks I'm being lazy or just lets out a shrill scream. Okay, so we're looking out a window right now. Right? We're looking at the window. And the reflection, he's looking behind him through the reflection of this woman going all fours. That is one of the creepiest things I think I've ever heard in my life, Blackjack. I mean, I, th- you know what I think? I think the ghost is into the and the into that person. It's something's crazy going on there for sure. I mean, she's just attracted to him, I guess. I mean, come on. But I, I mean it. I mean that is, you know, I mean, and all the times that. That we, we've told ghost stories and experiences and read other people's experiences for, you know, almost 60 episodes now. Uh, this is the first time I've ever heard anyone describe uh, some kind of ghost, ghost walking on fours. Running at them on all fours like in a scary movie. That's creepy. I had to read that a couple times to make sure I, I understood it correctly. So what would you have done if uh, you seen a ghost coming at you on all fours? Maybe get the ghost's number. I mean, at this point, I'm the only one the ghost is going for. So, I mean, I might have to give it a shot. Might have to see. Might, might have to see, huh, Blackjack? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's oh, terrible. terrible. So on, on on that note, Blackjack, if you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to Brave the, the Basement. Hey, the only thing I get is a 10. <laughs> Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. And if you keep going She's on, I'm going to shut your microphone off. <laughs> She's dying to get with me. I'm going to turn your microphone off. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, and please, Blackjack, we don't want to see any of yours because I'm not even going in there. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night, and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, the Ghoul That Rules. I'm your host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Till next time.